0: The following podcast will contain spoilers and explicit language. Hello and welcome to episode
1: 124 of Yeah, It's That Bad. My name is Joel. I'm Martin. And I'm back. Whoa! Whoa!
0: This is a show that looks at supposedly bad movies and ask the question, is it really that bad? And what that boils down to is that we look at movies that are wrong, on Rotten Tomatoes and reevaluate that score. Does it really deserve to be that low? Tonight's movie is 2005's Fantastic Four. Directed by Tim Story, starring Ian Gruffid, Jessica Alba, Chris Evans. That's that how you pronounce it?
2: I don't know how to pronounce it, but that didn't sound right.
0: <laughs> Grufford. Chris Evans, Michael Chiklis, and Julian McMahon. The Fantastic Four is a 2005 American... American superhero film inspired by the Marvel Comics comic? Who wrote that sentence? The Marvel Comics <laughs> Comic wrote it. Fantastic Four. This film currently holds a 26%. Wow, On rotten tomatoes. How about thought synopsis?
1: Four astronauts have their lives changed forever when they end up being hit by a cloud of cosmic radiation. Reed Richards now has the ability to stretch his body like elastic. Sue Storm is now the invisible woman. Johnny Storm becomes the human torch, and Ben Grimm becomes the thing. A man made out of rock But there is one problem The journey's sponsor, Victor Von Doom Has also been affected And with full power is a dangerous force Which needs to be stopped before it's too late Okay, Fantastic Four What is your history with this? I've seen this movie a few times On FX? Yeah, this is an FX original series, right? (laughs) Yeah, I've
2: seen this. I actually
1: watched many parts of this just one week ago. It was on FX.
2: As far as the comic goes, I had never really read this comic. I was never into this. This wasn't something that I read as a kid or as an adult. So, you know, I'm familiar enough with the characters, but this wasn't the kind of thing I was really waiting for. Like I was like when the Spider-Man movie came
1: out. What about the crossovers into the Spider-Man universe?
2: Yeah, they're all right. I mean, these characters, I don't know, for whatever reason, that like Mr. Fantastic doesn't really throw me. <laughs> no? No. But he can stretch
0: anything. anything everywhere okay. anywhere <laughs>
1: okay. so do you think he has anything to do with Goatsy.cx he, that is do you know what that is come on I, I thought, thought you were I I live, a, live in a box
0: I thought you were a clean cut family man <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway, as for me,
0: I never saw this movie. I never wanted to see this movie. I actively avoided watching this movie. I remember back in 2005, I don't know if it was you or maybe it was you, Martin. Somebody asked me, hey, you want to go see The Fantastic Four? I put my foot down so hard, the earth shattered. I was so angry. I was like, this movie looks like garbage. This looks like the worst <laughs> thing ever. I am not seeing this. Did I change my mind? Dude. in. <laughs> Find out. Wait, this is the first time you've ever seen it? Yeah. It is. Wow, that's shocking. Yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? I, you, you assume I've seen this thing? Because I've seen it on TV four billion times. <laughs> I got a news for you. I've never seen this. I've never seen the first Ghost Rider. I've never seen Elektra. Like, these comic book movies that look really, really bad, I I just wash my hands of them. I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time with this crap. You're stronger than I am. They
1: they sucker me in. I never saw Elektra, but... They always get... (laughs) I never saw Elektra, but I definitely have seen Daredevil. I knew that was a bad movie, and I subjected myself to it anyway.
0: And I'm with you, Kevin. I never really cared for these characters. I only know them on a real base level. Like, I know who they are. I know what they can do. Yeah. And that's about it. I don't know the ins and outs of Reed Richards' past and all that crap. Quite frankly, I don't care. I don't find these characters compelling at all. I never did. This is something
1: I think people that are older than us have more experience with. The Fantastic Four, they were the originators, really, right? Yeah, they were the first. Oh yeah,
2: I I totally understand their historical significance to the comic book world, but it doesn't mean they're entertaining.
1: Harsh criticism.
0: Okay, let's do it. we always do the top of the show. We'll discuss the actors one by one and we'll see how you thought. They did. Well, apparently, I brutally mispronounced this guy's name. Martin, why don't you give it a crack? How do you pronounce Reed
1: Richards' name? (laughs) Joan (laughs) Gruffin?
0: Joan Crawford? <laughs> I,
1: isn't it? I Owen Grufford? What a Yankee doodle. Kevin? E Grufford? Grufford? I think it's Ian Grufford. That's Ian? There's an Ian O Gruffid. in there.
2: Ian Grufford. Oh. Ian Grufford. Well, anyway,
0: win. he was Reed Richards. How do you think he did? By the way, let me pepper this knowledge of this guy by saying, I watched some of the behind the scenes stuff, just like like two minutes of it. Yeah. This guy, supreme British accent. Oh, yeah, for sure. And he masks it really well in this movie. So does he fall into the trap we've seen before? Oh, yeah. These- the old Max Mingala.
1: (laughs) Is he using
2: all of his His powers?
1: (laughs) I I think he is. I'm going to make that (laughs) argument. He's using all his acting powers to mask that thick... Brit accent and I'm left with a character. I mean, I don't know much about Reed Richards. I do know that that is kind of like his character to be this like...
0: I think he played him well, like a stodgy nerd guy.
2: It was an over-the-top cartoonish nerd guy. And I think that's what the character is. And I think that's the tone the director was going for. Yes. So I don't blame him. I have no problem with him. I think he did what he was, I think, supposed to do.
0: I didn't even know he was British until I saw him in the -the behind-the-scenes stuff. So I thought he was a Yankee doodle just like us. Fooled me.
1: You know, and, and this is obviously like a director's choice, but I would have preferred to have these characters, or at least I like my, my superhero characters, to be more human, to have like more human aspects.
0: More human than human? <laughs> Joel
1: you did it again. What are you talking about? You don't think they were relatable? No, they were like caricatures of like people. They weren't real people. Like nobody acts like Johnny Storm in real life. Like they, they don't exist. Speaking of which, next up,
0: Jessica Alba. I, I haven't seen Jessica Alba act since the days of Dark Angel on Fox 5. <laughs> 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 like I, I haven't seen any of her movies. I didn't see the eye. I didn't see Into the Blue, Deep Blue, whatever the hell that- Into the Blue. Water movie was. <laughs> I like that movie. Yeah.
1: Gratuitous bikini shots. It's a movie <laughs> she's out of uh the hollywood sphere to settle down and have a family just like our somebody else i know somebody else here. Oh. kevin dropped out of the hollywood elite so he could he have did. a child he used to be in the a-list tippy top of the a-list and maybe now...
0: maybe jessica Alba is my wife
1: well, oh. i can't confirm or deny that <laughs>
0: but uh kevin's married to jessica alba <laughs> kevin alba <laughs> Kevin Jessica Alba. He
1: <laughs> <You laughs> takes her first. He hyphenates it.
2: Kevin Jessica Alba. I'm willing to bet this is not going to be a kind
0: episode <laughs> to Miss Alba. Can we keep our misogyny levels in check? You especially. Shh. Audience members, you try to guess who I pointed to. <laughs> Joel pointed to himself.
1: I have, trouble. We have a
2: mirror
0: here. <laughs> I just pointed at it. <laughs>
1: Gives up a stern talking to. I had trouble even paying attention to anything she was saying. Megan Fox syndrome. Yeah, it was it was bad, because every time she popped up, I was like, oh my god, this is a beautiful lady. Yeah, right. she's, she's, gorgeous. Pretty, she's, she's gorgeous. Really she's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. I'm like, I can't even, I have no idea what you're saying right now. <laughs> I think It doesn't even matter. Her acting was poor, right? Oh, I, yeah. I would never know. Oh, I would never know. You are blinded so by the supernova? I was. <laughs> when it, you stand next to a supernova... <laughs> <laughs> her acting was stale. Yeah, stagnant. It was. Yeah, it was so flat. But what about when she prompted Reed Richards to? Oh wait, fight hold for up, her. hold up, hold up. That wasn't stale. She was
0: in Valentine's Day, right? Yeah, I'm sure she was. Everyone was in that movie. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was. Okay, triumphant return.
2: <laughs> yeah, this was. Well, there's a little tidbit in the notes about her that might influence our opinion of her acting, though.
0: I didn't like her with blonde hair. What do you guys think of that? I was fine with it. She's a beautiful. One. She's she's gorgeous. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, didn't, I wasn't a fan of the hair. She's, I didn't care.
1: I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this out of the salary right now. She is pretty hot and tempting. Well done.
0: I'm gonna say
2: I don't care what her hair color is. It could be purple. Yeah, I and she even see. still be
1: drop dead gorgeous. Yeah, she is a beautiful woman. Are
0: we giving her too much credit because she's pretty? We, we've been accused of this in the past, Martin. Yeah. What,
1: giving a her guilty. credit for what? We're telling, we're saying she was horrible in this movie,
2: but she was gorgeous.
1: <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> she's a beautiful. I, I just keep saying she's a beautiful woman. I'm not even talking about her as acting. an
0: actor actress would you rather be complimented on your looks or your acting skills your acting skills yeah i would think i was like hey you are super hot but you're the worst thing i've ever seen unless unless you're in it for the money then kevin you know our policy on this show (laughs) you always follow the money follow
1: that money So then, look, it depends. I mean, she might feel bad about herself and then dive into her heated saltwater <laughs> pool that has like an infinity waterfall that goes off. She's like her- Scrooge
0: McDuck. She just dives into a giant <laughs> she pile of money. In a
1: money pit, you know?
2: No, because like, like, would you rather be drop dead gorgeous but not that good at acting and get the makeup commercials and the hair color commercials yep. and make all that money? Or maybe be- she's
1: born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. I know. Wow.
2: Or would you rather be respected for your acting but not get any of those sponsorships and not make as much money? like
1: I would rather make the money would you all right, so all the money you're saying would you rather be I'd rather pretty. <laughs> Would you rather be. You're going to throw some poor
2: <laughs> female actress under the bus right now, aren't you? I'm going to say, would, would you, you rather, rather be Steve Buscemi? Okay, there
0: you go. Or there you go. Brad Pitt? I mean, that's not even fair. Brad Pitt's that's, a not fair. that's not fair. That's you not you fair. You got to
1: pick someone. Come on, help me out here. Pick someone a little weirdo. <laughs> would mid-range. you rather be Jessica Simpson? Or would you rather be. No,
2: no, keep, 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 it, keep it with Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi or, or Channing Tatum?
0: No, 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 no. Steve Buscemi or Zach Braff?
1: <laughs> Zach Braff can't Steve Buscemi. What are you, are you talking, talking about? And Zach Braff does a makeup commercial? <laughs> Yeah, he
0: has a super successful Kickstarter.
1: <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? It,
2: <laughs> Let's move on. This is falling apart right before our
1: eyes. <laughs> okay, look. look, 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 mission accomplished. Justin <laughs> <laughs> Kate Winslet. One is one is or at least was very very attractive. What
2: what Kate tongue? Winslet's attractive. <sighs> this is harder than. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, moving along. All right, forget that. Next up, <laughs> Chris Evans. I loved this guy. I'm in one billion percent agreement. He's the heart of this film. Best part of the movie. In the commentary, behind the scenes crap, they said that they let him run wild and ad lib and stuff. It shows. It shows like
1: he's got a lot of energy in this movie. Everybody else is a turd. (laughs) (laughs) The whole way. They're all they're, they're all just animated corpses. Like there's marionette people <laughs> moving them around, and he's you know he's got a life to himself, moving and grooving. That yeah, oh, absolutely. And whoo, he was ripped.
2: Yeah. Oh man, we're gonna we're gonna go on. We're gonna dote about Jessica Alba. We gotta give this guy some credit. How much beef? Beefcake. Five How? out of five on the beefcake scale. <laughs> wow. Which Sizzling. That's, that's saying something too, because he's not even at his peak beefness yet. No, he hasn't. He, doesn't, that get, power. he doesn't get that
0: until when he's Captain America. All right, look. By the way, this guy. Just loves being in comic book movies, right? I can think of four you? of them. Yeah, I would. <laughs> if I could, I'd do it too. So we got Fantastic Four, One, and Two. Yeah. He was in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. He was in The Losers, which is a comic book movie. Mm. And something else, which Captain is Captain America. Captain America, that piece of crap that I wish I could erase from my memory.
1: His my favorite role that he's played is definitely Scott Pilgrim. Where awesome. He's, he's fantastic in that.
0: <laughs>
2: his skateboard stuff.
1: Grinds down that rail
2: I'm also gonna say that If there's a Flash movie He's my Flash He is Really
1: Yeah he is
0: I was thinking like This guy's kind of like A poor man's Ryan Reynolds You can't get Ryan Reynolds Get Chris Evans But Chris Evans He's rising the charts
2: I think Ryan Reynolds Might Might be be the the poor poor man's man's Chris Chris Evans Evans.
0: Whoa (laughs) Careful Don't shred on (laughs) (laughs) Somebody Yeah Don't shred on Ryan Reynolds' Reynolds' abs (laughs)
1: Yeah If they had an AB off, Captain America... An ABBA <laughs> singing contest. Yeah, yeah, if ABBA was singing <laughs> while they flexed their abs at each other... <laughs> I think the world would end Yeah, just explosive. <laughs> All right, while, whatever. So While we're eating ABBA's ABBA peanut butter <laughs> taffy. All right, you've gone too far. All right, so...
0: Everyone loved this guy, right? He was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he really was. Like He put a smile on my face, and I actually laughed at some of the things he said. I loved spending every second with him that he was on the screen. The whole time, I was thinking, like, he looked like he was having fun in this movie. Those other people
1: just did not want to be there. They were going through drudgery. (laughs) (laughs) They were were in drudgery (laughs) for (laughs) it. All right, next up, Michael Chiklis. The shield himself. (laughs) (laughs) Slohman <laughs> <commish>. Shield. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's Kamish, man. I don't know. Uh, I think he was good. How was he as Commish in the nineties? Amazing. He was good as the Commish, but he's no uh, He's no Uncle Hank. I think he did a pretty good, <laughs> good job. <laughs> I would have preferred Uncle Hank in this role. <laughs> They're the same person. Michael Chiklis runs
0: the shop. One more, man. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, no, I think he was really good. I, yeah, I liked him. Apparently in the behind the scenes crap, they said that Michael, Michael Chiklis said that he was a fan of the source material. They all say that crap. I
2: know that because it's in this. <laughs> nice.
0: Well, anyway,
1: yeah, I thought he did okay. He did a pretty good job. I'm in agreement. He was enjoyable. I have no problem with, with what he did in this movie. Not as Jessica Alba is Chris Evans, but he was good. Yeah, and, yeah. And he's
2: handicapped because of so, he had so much
1: prosthetic on. Yeah, he did. You know what's interesting? It's the dynamic that he has with Chris Evans. It's like he, those two are in a different movie than Jessica Alba. And oh, Ian yeah, Ruffin. absolutely. It's like they're just in two different movies. Mm-hmm.
0: And finally, Julian McMahon. This guy was okay. It'll always be that guy from Nick Tuck to me. I didn't care for him. Why not?
2: He seemed weak and whiny to me. Really? He, I, he
1: didn't seem strong. He seemed like a self-absorbed megalomaniac.
0: I didn't really understand. His character, but I guess we'll get into that in the review. I'm not gonna
1: blame him. I like this guy a
0: lot. I think he's a good actor. I enjoy watching him on film. On film! On film!
2: Oh, so loud.
1: Listen, <laughs> the way he behaves, if somebody like that, and there are people that exist like that in real life, if they got superpowers, I think the exact same thing would happen. In fact, I think that the exact same thing would happen if better people than him got superpowers. Oh
2: yeah, I'm not calling it to call question. Character, I don't think he was when I was, whenever I think of USA, of <laughs> characters well. Whenever I think of Dr. Doom, like I think of probably Big one guy. of the hardest villains there is. And this guy was soft putty. I say.
0: Alright, well that's pretty much it. It sounds like we were happy with the majority of the people in this movie, which is rare for a comic book film. Like this? Like a Marvel movie? Yeah. Very rare. Okay, let's get into the brief history of Fantastic Four. Renee Zellweger, Ali Larder, Julia Stiles, Kate Bosworth, Rachel McAdams, Scarlett Johansson, Elizabeth Banks, and K.D. Strickland were considered for the role of the Invisible Woman until Jessica Alba was eventually cast.
1: Can you imagine Zellweger in this role? No. Oh man,
0: the role of Mr. Fantastic was first offered to both George Clooney and Brendan Fraser.
1: Oh, oh that would have been Brendan Fraser. <laughs>
0: oh, the cool, cold hand of Brendan Fraser guiding this project. Paul Walker was asked to play the Human Torch Oh, before Chris Evans was cast. After Walker said no. Wow. They dodged a bullet there. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, hey. Paul Walker, Jessica Alba, reteaming? <gasps> oh. Kevin, you would have been really pumped about that. Uh,
2: no. <laughs> but they could have gone into the blue. Paul Walker does not
1: have the charisma for that role. You can fight sharks, though. Right? Isn't that what that movie is You can drive about? cars real fast. Is that what that movie is? They fight sharks? I think that happens once, maybe. Eh, whatever.
0: Michael Chiklis was cast in the role of The Thing at the suggestion of Jennifer Gardner after James Gandolfini turned it down. Whoa. (laughs) Tim Robbins was considered to play Doctor Doom, but he rejected the role before Julian McMahon agreed to do the film. Michael Chiklis, the only one of the four title actors already familiar with the comic book, how's that? How do you not know who the Fantastic Four are? Like, just through osmosis
1: in popular culture. Anyway. Wait, wait. None of the other people knew what the Fantastic Four were? How is that even possible? I'm sure if you just
0: Even Chris random-
2: Evans? I'm sure if you randomly picked people off the street and were like, tell me who the Fantastic Four are. Like, maybe half of them would know. Well, I,
0: it wouldn't be fair now
1: because of the movie. Yes, because... This That's movie was a smash Yeah, yes.
2: this is held in such high esteem. Everyone's seen this movie. That's
1: insane, though. I feel like this is just comp... They'd be like, who are the Simpsons? It's on the same level.
2: I don't I don't think so. The Simpsons is, is on everyone's TV constantly. Fantastic
0: Four is not. Michael Chiklis was cast through all the things... Man... <laughs> Uh Michael Chiklis has been a devout <laughs> thing for... He's been a devout thing. <laughs> <laughs> Devout Thing fan since childhood and eagerly fought to have a real Thing rather than a computer-generated <laughs> character. How big is this Thing? <laughs> 60 pounds of latex, <laughs> which took three hours to get into. To keep Chickles cool in the suit, a rock was removed from his head and cold air was sprayed into the gap between the suit and the actor. Jessica Alba had a kidney infection during the filming and nearly fainted when she was with Julia McMahon in the space station scene. Really? There's this one scene in the movie where she looked really pale. Yeah. And chalky.
2: Is that why? I, I guess so. I mean, maybe that's why she seemed so lifeless, was that
0: she was clinging uh, to life. On the verge of death. Hey, whoa! No! No! No excuse! Raul Julia literally died after making his movie, and he was 10 billion times more charismatic in Street Fighter. You won. Gotcha? You,
2: you just won. Everything. <laughs> you won the world right there.
0: At the Saturn Awards, <laughs> Fantastic Four was nominated for Best Science Fiction Film. But lost a trophy to Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, a movie Kevin and I saw two and a half times in the theater.
1: Yep, that's unfortunate.
0: Alba was nominated for a Razzie Award for Worst Actress for her performance in both this film and Into the Blue. Whoa, red letter year for Mrs. Alba. Mm-hmm. And finally, Martin, this movie had a $100 million budget. How much did it make worldwide?
1: $150? <laughs> Really low ball on this bad boy, huh? Why? What, what was he was That's what he's the
0: fantastic for. How about you double that and you wouldn't even come close to what this movie made? Not even a minute close to it. Not even a nano dollar close to how much it made. 400 million? 330 million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Do the math. You'll see what I mean. Okay, the Fantastic Four. So this movie starts off, and I got to give this movie some credit. It doesn't start off the way every other... Yes, that bad movie starts off. There's no text, no flashback, nothing. It's just a scene. It just starts. I was stunned. For this kind of a movie, blown away. Reed Richards wants to go into space, onto the space station, to study these radio waves, these radiation things, or whatever. Some solar techno babble crap. It's irrelevant. It's totally irrelevant. Yep. They go up into space space, things start to get wild.
2: Yeah, so Michael Chiklis, he goes outside in his spacesuit. He's hanging out in space. They're waiting that the, the cosmic rays are supposed to come like nine hours later, but all of a sudden these alarms go off. I guess Reed Richards' calculations were wrong. This is pretty intense. I actually like the scene where so he jumps and tries to like soar his way back into the space station as the cosmic rays are chasing him. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. It was suspenseful. I enjoyed that. He doesn't get there in time. The rays blast right through his
0: body. They blast through everything everyone else's body. What do you think of those effects? This scene reminded me a lot of Lost in Space. Yeah. It's very similar, right? Where people are in space, they jump in the air and freeze, and the camera like rotates around them yeah. while light flies around.
1: What did you guys think of the foreshadowing and the effects of the rays hitting their body? I hated it. So did I, in like, a big way. Yeah. Especially
0: that pose Jessica Alba made oh. in the
1: camera. She's like, hey guys, zoomed right in.
0: Yeah,
2: every time she posed this movie, it looked ridiculous. Yeah.
0: She had
1: a kidney stone or <laughs> something. <laughs> Kidney <laughs> infection. Kidney Cut or break. I don't know. So they get blasted. They wake up. They're back on Earth. Oh, by the way. Uh, <laughs> how, did they, how did they get there?
0: <laughs> how did they get to Earth? Important stuff. Before we even get to that, can, can we just talk about. The gratuitous cleavage shot on Jessica Alba's costume. Don't get me wrong. One of the best parts of the movie. That's the only reason she was in this movie, right? They knew who their audience was. 14-year-old boys. Yeah. And they played it up big time in this movie. Oh, yeah. It was just like cleavage all the time. They they stripped her down a bunch of times in this movie. Yeah. What do you think of that stuff? From a a, a feminism perspective, Martin, since you're our resident feminist.
1: Oh, men are pigs. (laughs) That's all they do is turn women into objects. Turn objects into women. Turn (laughs) with their magic spells. <laughs> they, they transmutate objects into living women.
2: Yeah, so they get back to Earth somehow. They're,
0: they're, they're in Earth's orbit. They get blasted with these rays and they pass out. Presumably, they collapse in the station. Yeah. How long would it take for a party to get up there? A long ass time, Did right? anyone even know they were up there?
2: They seemingly, <laughs> like, got in a, on a car and went to, on a road trip up to space. Up to Von Doom's
1: personal space station, right? Yeah, they didn't really show any of the... How they got there? Yeah, any of the a trip in like a space shuttle or whatever. Yeah,
2: I thought that was really funny. I was like, I wonder if they just didn't have money in the budget for this because that's exactly what it was. In that's one really- scene, they're putting their spacesuits on and the next scene they're at the space station. I guess to me, it just would have made more sense if they're like, oh my gosh, it's coming. We don't have time. Get in the space shuttle. Let's go back. They all get in and on the way down, they get blasted.
1: does that make sense? Whatever the case is, they're back on Earth. They're in some ski super, resort. Super fancy Swiss Alp resort hospital. By the way. Supermodel nurses Johnny Storm Chris Evans Nurse Is somebody that
0: Me and Kevin Have a very rich History with Oh yeah Kevin, Miss Maria Menounos Where do we know her from? Channel One News <gasps> She Now and forever <laughs> She'll always be that guy from Channel One That guy <laughs> She'll always be that person From Channel One News
2: I loved Seeing her on Channel her One News Her Gideon Yego.
0: <laughs> Think about that You yeah, haven't thought about Lisa <laughs> Martin, were you pleased with the way the skiing sequence was shot where he was like, I'm going to hit the slopes and it cuts to like a helicopter Him and Ma- a helicopter. Maria Menuno's jumps out of a helicopter that's a thousand feet above like Mount Everest? <laughs> And then like, like what, like Good Charlotte or Sub-41 was playing in the background or something?
1: You're a big fan of that, right? (laughs) Yeah, sure. I feel like this was probably more in place in like 1999. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt. This was a movie that came out seven years before this one did.
2: Yeah, it reminded me
1: of like Power Rangers.
2: Oh, yeah. I was just going to say that. All of a sudden there's this like
1: 90s style rock music playing. It happened like four or five times in this movie. It did. It was was almost like it came from back in time and jumped into this movie. (laughs) It's all right, though. This movie was ahead of its time
0: or behind its. Time, or he something. was doing
1: something with time. So their powers are starting to exhibit themselves. They go
2: to check on Michael Chiklis, and he—they hear all this commotion going on.
0: He's constipated,
2: and they—they—they break—they—they <laughs> they break into his room. There's a giant hole in the wall. He's escaped.
0: Oh, thank oh. you for bringing this up. Before they see that giant hole in the wall, what did you guys think of Reed Richards, Mister Fantastic, special effects, CG of his fingers going under the door? <laughs> <laughs> I really did not like it. I did not like it. Those effects were not up to par.
2: You know, it's interesting because when I first saw them, I was like, I guess that's what they could do with time.
0: But then later, the effect looks better. So... Maybe different effects houses did it.
2: I don't know. It seemed like they just kind of mailed it in for that scene. I hated
0: it. I really didn't like it. I I don't know that much about the Fantastic Four. Like, I know who Reed Richards is. I I understand his powers. On an intellectual, abstract level, I get his powers. Like, Like, seeing a drawing of him stretch. Okay, it makes sense. But being confronted with the image imagery of his fingers compressing and bending under the door immediately made me think that is stupid i don't like this guy's powers that is dumb yeah because
2: it, just it works see- it works on the, on the panels yes, of a comic book absolutely but not necessarily in real life
0: moving in motion seeing him slide under the door yeah. completely ruined that character for me i'm like this is the stupidest thing it's just like something alex Mack would do in 1996 or something but it would have been like, awesome it was way better
1: yeah it's terrible powers right you wouldn't want to be able to stretch no then again the thing weighs like a, a billion pounds all of a sudden where'd all that mass come from yeah wh- did, did my eyes deceive me <laughs> or
2: was there a screen next to his bed that was calculating like body mass index it absolutely was what, what? what? <laughs> why would there be a monitor like constantly tracking his body
0: mass index <laughs> He's has to get ripped. it doesn't change rapidly he's trying to get ripped bro <laughs> yeah <you're right. laughs> <laughs> it's like an EKG or do no. the fire, it's BMI. All right, Reed Richards just defied the laws of physics and stretched his hand under the door. Johnny Storm, Chris Evans is running around lighting fires by snapping his fingers. Mm-hmm. They look to get Michael Chiklis and there's a giant crater in the wall where he smashed through it and ran away. Chris Evans is the only person that's even remotely reacting to them having powers. Jessica Alba's like brain dead here, <laughs> yeah. and, and Reed Richards just doesn't even care. They don't care at all. Why are they so blasé about this? Theoretically, in this world, the universe of this film, which is not connected to the other Marvel movies at all, they're the first people on planet Earth to have superpowers. Yep. They're not reacting to it at all. At all! Come on, man! Like, say wow, or, or something. Chris Evans was excited, right? He he was he was smiling. He was like, this is so cool. Look, that's why we latched onto him. That's the only reason, right? He's the yeah. The only yeah. one that was real. Yeah. How could they just sit there and be so dead and blasé about this? Did, I would be didn't, losing... Didn't that bother you? I would be losing
2: my mind. Well, Chickless was real. Yes. He Chiklis, was real too. Chiklis, but Chiklis in was real. Scene, but in this
0: particular scene... They... Yeah. I, that really bothered me of how, like, Jessica Alba was just sitting there dead-faced, not even caring. All right, yeah, all right. So, the thing escapes. So, what's the thing? What did he become?
1: He basically just becomes a big rock man. Yeah, he's like a golem. Yeah, from, like, the uh, NeverEnding Story, the rock family. Oh,
2: nice. And he escapes. And and he heads straight to New
0: York City. The Big Apple. From Switzerland, Geneva. How, how'd he get there? how did he get there? I didn't even consider that, but that's a good point. On foot? He can't get, he can't get on a plane. <laughs> he can't get on a boat probably either, right? So Michael Chickless has unknown teleportation powers like Jumper. <laughs> and he goes to New York City. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he goes to his wife's apartment to, to hang out with her. And she's got a welcome home banner. On the building I guess they allowed her To do that for some reason <laughs> Yeah sure He calls her up From outside like a creeper And she's wearing Sexy negligee Oh yeah And she's like, he's like Hey come outside And come visit
1: me She runs outside It's New York City Rape capital of planet <laughs> Earth and what's she wearing? She she runs out in a nightgown with no, there's definitely no underwear under that thing. No. None. And this thing is. She's letting it all hang out. This is going pretty high up on her legs and the cleavage is hanging. Again, they know their audience, Kevin? Yes, so. I thought that was a little inappropriate.
0: Yeah, she comes out and, hey, where are you? And he's in the bushes whispering sweet nothings at her. <laughs> hey, when it, you, get over here. When, when, she, when he comes out, she loses her cool. and yeah, she freaks it. She just loses it. It's... How would your wife react if
1: you were turned into a rock beast?
2: I think she probably would have wanted to talk about it instead of just, like, screaming and running into oncoming traffic. Yeah. She lost it. Yeah.
1: She would... No, she'd probably just scream, I didn't marry a monster, and run into oncoming traffic. Wouldn't she be like, what is that, a costume or yeah, something? Yeah, like, like, what, you, what, is, what like, is that? Like,
2: she digested the fact that he turned into a rock man like, quickly. <laughs> and yes.
0: New Yorker's a little more sophisticated than uh, your common folk, I guess. <laughs> This is when we finally get a full blast eyeful of this costume. How do you think they did it with the good. Thing makeup? It was really good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I think it's one notch below Hellboy. As far as full body comic book yeah. costumes, yeah. they did a really good job with this costume. Mm-hmm. It,
1: it could have been way worse, right? Oh Way yeah. worse. I've seen some pretty bad ones for the Thing.
2: Could you imagine what a debacle this would be if they did go the CG route? It would have been The Hulk. What a nightmare.
0: Eric Mano, your favorite movie. <laughs> I want to talk about The Thing for a second. Not knowing anything about this guy, I just assumed that he was a poor man's Hulk. Yeah. But he's different than the Hulk because even though the Hulk is a tragic figure, he is a normal person the majority of the time. It's only every once in a while when he gets upset that he turns into a beast. This guy is stuck the way he is all the time, Mm -hmm. 24 hours a day. So when I was watching this movie, I was really struck by the undertones of this character. They, They explore it a little bit, but they don't really hammer it home. This guy is a really tragic story. Yeah with this character. What'd you think of this?
1: I just keep thinking about how this guy uses the bathroom. How's he sitting (laughs) in the toilet? They they gotta
0: build him a custom toilet, right? Real custom job flown in from Japan. They
2: touched on it ever so
0: lightly of how tragic this figure is. He's a really sad character. Like, I I was thinking about it. There's a scene coming up where his wife comes back and she takes her wedding ring and says, no, I am not married to you anymore. And she might as well have, like, thrown it at him. Mm -hmm. It was so sad because his fingers are so big he couldn't even pick it up off the floor yeah. I thought that was a beautiful touch I really wish they would have done more with it so do I That I thought that was so sad that he couldn't even pick up the wedding ring that his wife threw at him Yeah, that was beautiful that's a really sad character and they could have gone down this really dark dark path which I think they probably will do because they're rebooting this yep. and the guy who directed Chronicle yeah, is doing, he's it. doing it I bet you he's gonna do it I mean I hope he'll I hope, do that, yeah. that because it's there like this is there this very sad plot line but this movie is trying to be a sitcom that's the tone of this movie they're trying to be a light hearted family sitcom where they're having little squabbles and jokes and play pranks on each other and all this crap there's not room for a heart wrenching tale
1: (laughs) of a man who lost his humanity yeah but now that Christopher Nolan is (laughs) gonna direct every (laughs) comic
2: book movie change the game (laughs) if this was a little more heavy handed I could have been brought to
0: tears from the stuff for sure he is the most interesting character. He's not the most interesting actor or person in this movie, but from a character perspective, he's the most interesting. He has dimensions. Yeah. No one else does. No, they're all one dimensional. All the other characters, they call this out in the movie. All the other characters in the movie, they can turn their powers off at will. They could fit into society if they wanted to. He is a pariah, completely different from all humanity. That's a very interesting element. There aren't that many characters out there that are like that. Most mutants and comic book characters, they're just Look like normal people. What about leech? I heard he was sick. Your (laughs) leech sick. All right, so he's distraught. He's running around New York. He's They're not inside. running around. He's on a bridge waiting to kill
2: himself seemingly, right? Yeah, he's,
1: right? he's to commit suicide. <laughs> I wish he would step off that ledge, my friend. Is it even possible for him to kill himself at this point? Yeah, jumping off that bridge. He could drown. He can. He has lungs. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're rock lungs, though.
2: I assume he still needs oxygen yes, to survive.
1: But you you just assume.
2: Yeah, it's a good question. How does his rock lung absorb the oxygen?
1: Yeah, it makes no sense.
0: I would have been better off if he had a normal human interior. That would make more sense to me. Yeah, I agree. And and the rock is just the outer shell.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. That would be more poetic too.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's on this ledge. He's going to kill himself. And then some other Joe Schmo is there. He's going to kill himself. And he sees the thing and this guy freaks out. So the thing goes to save him. The guy falls off onto the Brooklyn Bridge. Thing goes to save him. And a truck comes out of nowhere. It's going to squash this guy. And so the thing just jams his shoulder into the truck truck, this truck bends in half around him, right? Yeah. The entire front of the car collapses like an accordion. Nothing could survive, but... The driver's fine. Five seconds later, we cut to the driver. Mm-hmm. I screamed mm-hmm. obscenities at my computer. <laughs> it should have killed the guy that he saved, too, just the impact from it.
2: Yeah, probably. I don't know.
0: But... <laughs> you don't care? But, <laughs> but, I mean, it's a movie. I oh, okay. yeah, I like fine. the scene. It's it a was... rock man. Do you forget what podcast
2: you're on? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I like the scene. Why is that? It was fun. Did you like how he
0: inadvertently killed, like, 70 people on the bridge?
2: I did think to myself, he's saving a suicidal guy by killing, like,
1: dozens of other people. That's questionable, but he's just acting to the situation as it's unfolding. his heart's in the right place. Yeah. Motivation. The motivation's important.
2: Luckily, it just so happens that the rest of the Fantastic Four, they just happen to be on the other side of the
1: bridge at the same time! Look at what he is! So perfect! Well, didn't they go looking for him? (laughs) (laughs) they did right they, they knew he went to New him. York, but they didn't <laughs> yeah. know where he was.
0: <laughs> I think they were coming into New
2: York. Yeah, they were <laughs> just arriving to start the search. So they see the thing freaking out. They're like, we gotta go. We gotta go get him. We gotta go calm him down. So they're like, they tell Jessica Alba to strip naked, turn invisible, and go get him. I guess. Yeah, I did not understand what they were doing. I don't there. know what she was gonna do, but there were already seven hundred people around
1: her. We got, we got that uh, the fun scene where she strips down. I don't get it. Did they? not want everybody to know that they had powers or that they're using their powers? Like, wh- what? I assume they're trying to keep it hidden. But it's a giant rock, man. Yeah, the cat's out of the bag at that point. Uh, yeah, I feel like everybody already knows. Plus, they already had, like, J- didn't Johnny Storm do that, like, motorcycle show no, already? No, later. Yeah, it's <laughs> later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, so Reed Richards promises the thing. I will cure you. I will cure all of us. I promise you. Now, this is the interesting dilemma for this movie. Just like the Hulk, the only reason that we see the Hulk, the only reason we see the thing, or we see any superhero, is because they have superpowers. And if they cured themselves, what would be the point of us watching them? Mm-hmm. And that'd be the end, right? Yeah. It's an empty threat because they'll never do it. They'll never fulfill that promise. Mm-hmm. But they're going to dangle that over and over again. The Hulk is always going to search for a cure, but they'll never, ever give it to him. Yep. Well, What do you think of that idea?
2: Yeah, it's it's just constantly used, right? We did this in X-Men too, right?
0: Yeah, mutant cure.
2: Yeah, it, dude, we did it multiple times in X-Men. X-Men. <laughs> Right? Each X-Men movie had a
1: different mutant Yeah,
2: character. didn't they? I feel like that was every one of the X-Men movies had that. I mean, that. it's a
1: common thread because people always are going to want to try to change themselves rather than just accept who they are and be okay with it. They don't bother with this stuff in DC. They don't. No, they DC's embrace. too
0: sophisticated. They embrace it. <laughs>
1: so we also find out around this time
2: that
0: poor Victor. Our boy, Julian McMahon. His company's not doing so well. His IPO, tanking in the toilet. Apparently, Facebook stuff.
2: because they had this issue shoe up
0: in space? One little hiccup in space and the whole company tanks. What's going on here? Yeah, I don't get it. They make it sound like the space station exploded and crash landed into New York.
2: And as if that was the backbone of his industry multinational conglomerate? I I don't understand this.
1: Yeah, it made no sense. They essentially were trying to say that like they bet the farm on this experiment that they're holding up in outer space with Reed Richards that for whatever reason, he didn't really understand. Nobody really knew about, and they're just like, yeah, let's, whatever.
0: You know, as far as I'm concerned, the cosmic rays went right through the space station. It affected the organic matter, and then it just went on its way. The shit didn't explode I or, or agree. anything. No. What's the problem here? And regardless, if you can
2: afford a space station, you've got enough money for other stuff, and you don't put all your money into
1: the space station. Like, it sounds like they put all their money into the space station, Kevin.
2: It just doesn't make any sense. His IPO is falling apart, his venture capital partners are threatening to back out on him. Yeah. Somehow how they're just tossing this stuff out there so that he can blame Reed Richards for his downfall. Yeah, I agree.
0: But the downfall doesn't make any sense. It's so flimsy and manufactured and convenient, I guess. It's crap. I agree. I don't understand this Dr. Doom character. I know, who again, I know who he is. I could pick him out of a lineup, this character, Dr. Doom, but I don't really know his history. I know he's from Latveria. That's it. I don't know if he has powers. He can fly, right? And he could in the video games and shoot power balls at people. Everyone could fly in video games. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, I don't think he can fly.
0: Yeah, okay, regardless.
2: I agree with you. I don't know what his powers are either. I just know what he looks
0: like. But regardless of that, it doesn't matter. His motivation in this film doesn't make any sense. He wants to kill the Fantastic Four. Why? I know he wanted wanted to marry Jessica Alba, but she kind of turned him down, and now she's back with Reed Richards. That's kind of a motive, kind of, but then he just shuns that. Anyway, he's like, I don't need you. I can get any woman and... I'm a god now. I'm god now. He practically says, right? Yeah, I was thank, waiting for thank it. God.
1: I was waiting for it. I don't understand his motivation because he went to school with Reed Richards. Yeah, and they're like, they're schoolboy chums. They are. They're like buddies. And even though like Reed Richards was always more scientifically gifted, I guess, and they like make a obvious statement about that, and they they have like a yearbook of Reed Richards, like oh boy, genius. Graduates med school at fourteen. 13 <sighs> year old boy delivers, Navy, delivers Navy. <laughs> baby. <laughs> <Hauser>. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't really understand why he's so angry. They did a piss poor job at this. I mean, you think that he would be more concerned that his like body is made out of metal? That's that's concerning.
2: Yeah. So we talked about how this movie was 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 interesting because it just started, right? We were thrown into this, and we slowly learned who these characters were. Yeah. The main characters. We never spend enough time with Doom. No. No. To learn who he is, what his motivations are. They needed to set him up as a character better.
0: You're absolutely right. And this is the greatest flaw of this film, is that right there. He's supposed to be the villain of the movie, but we don't even know him. So who cares? He's not a threat to anybody. Mm-hmm.
2: Superhero is as good as his villain.
0: All right, can we talk about their uniforms for a second? Let's do it. This really bothered me oh, a yeah. lot. Someone set this up because I'm so angry. I can't even talk. Well, they,
2: they all wore these, these, these blue spacesuits when they went up to the space station. Ample
0: cleavage on Jessica Alba. Of
2: course. And when they get back, for whatever reason, Reed Richards is like studying their suits. <laughs> and he's like, oh, they, they took on the same characteristics as us. They'll bend to our powers.
1: What, what? does that mean? <laughs> What sense does that make? None. The suits have their own DNA that are similar to their DNA. Isn't the basis of their power based on like their DNA being mixed up? Yeah, I was wondering about this. So,
0: so like, if, uh, spoiler alert, later in the movie, Michael Chiklis is deactivated. His powers go away. He's depowered. He goes human again. But then when he gets hit by the cosmic rays again, he just turns back into the thing. It's because of his original chemical makeup, right? Mm -hmm. Why would this happen to this synthetic uniform thing? What, the their DNA went on the costume. That is the dumbest crap I ever heard. Who thought that was a good idea? The only way this makes sense is if those suits were symbiotes. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll buy
1: that. Fine. Fine. Venom. Are or, suits? Symbiote suits? How, how
0: about this? Th- the suits aren't really made of fibers. They're like nanites or something. Little nano machines that Reed Richards invented. Then they could bend to their will.
1: Let's let's yeah. let's take it a step further. How about the suits are just made out of like multiple, multiple, multiple layers of like tissue that's cultured from their body and then genetically hmm, gen, skin suits ge, yeah genetically altered so that it protects them from whatever. He should have made these suits
0: after yeah, they got the powers, not before. That's ridiculous. This was just a lazy way of introducing so their costume. So
2: lazy. They didn't even bother. So Reed Richards, he's going to he's working on curing them. He wants to cure them. They have a disease in his eyes. And we get this nice little montage of them all living together, pulling pranks and playing grab ass. There is a scene where Johnny, he's got a popcorn thing in his hand. I, I noticed this, and he cooks the popcorn in his hand as he walk
0: as he's walking. That's to a the nice couch.
2: touch. Awesome, awesome. I loved it. That's Where was the... this
0: throughout the whole movie? Just little touches like that. There's one other just like that that really impressed me. Reed Richards falls asleep on his keyboard, and when he yeah. wakes up, his face is all distorted from the keyboard. Yep, that was really nice. Really nice touch. Uh-huh. So for first off, Johnny has being a real dick to uh, the thing. This tragic guy. Yeah, he is. He's been a real dickhead to
1: him, right? Yep. I was surprised by that. He doesn't, he's a callous, devil may care kid.
2: <laughs> do you think if they handled the thing more seriously- They could not do that. That Well, I guess, and if they did that, we wouldn't have liked him at all. No, right? we would have hated him. He would have been a villain to
1: us. He would have been a bigger villain than Doom. Yeah, yeah, making fun of him in, all the time. Who, Johnny Storm? Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't want to see the thing take, like, Zoloft or something. <laughs> you know? like, Johnny Storm's putting shaving cream in his hand and having him smash himself in the face and Johnny Storm's like, yeah, uh, I'm Johnny Storm and this is a uh, ugly, not human anymore, man. And he's disgusting and whatever. <gasps> Look at this
0: monster. But throughout the whole movie, he treats him like garbage. He's a it monster. Does. Even to the
1: media, like open to everyone.
2: <laughs> so Johnny, he's, he's sick of His being cooped up. He's, he's sick of being cooped up. He's like, I gotta get out of here. He's watching TV. He sees some X Games on. Oh, yeah. Just so happy to be down the street in New York. <laughs> So he hightails it over there. Somehow, they just let him start riding a moped. I thought it was a fun way for him to start exploring
1: flying. and Exploring himself.
0: Sexually, in <laughs> yes. front of a live studio audience. <laughs> oh, I yeah. hated this scene. I hated it. This whole Fourier into the X Games. That was a waste of time.
1: What this does is this serves a purpose to get them, I guess, out in public and no longer cooped up in their house like, oh, we have powers. We're stuck here. Let me ask you a question. So
0: after he flames out at the X Games, They're outside of the... Wherever place they're at. And the rest of the Fantastic Four come and confront Johnny Storm. Have you ever seen that much product placement in one movie in one
1: place before in your life? Did you guys like the the little nuanced touch when Johnny Storm, the Human Torch, was hit into a whopper so that it was flame broiled? Yeah. (laughs) Loved it. That was beautiful. There was
0: Burger King, Xbox. There was like 500 ads. Mountain
1: Dew, Code Red.
0: All the product placement that paid for this movie was... Was just shoveled into this one scene. It was unbelievable. I've never seen that before. Usually they kind of space this stuff out.
1: I thought it was pretty funny. I
0: was like, <laughs> gotcha. You think Michael Bay saw that scene it was like, wow, what a masterpiece. Xbox, Transformer, let's do it. <laughs> you think Man of Steel is going to have this much product placement in it? Have you seen how many ads there are out for this damn movie? Gillette, how does he shave? I saw an ad the other day for Man of Steel sponsored by Norton Antivirus. The Superman used? How does he protect his files?
2: I think I saw that Man of Steel already made 120 million dollars in product placement. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw that. That's incredible. It might be like 100 or 160 or 120, something like that. But it's six figures.
0: You know, I understand you got to pay the bills. I totally understand, but you got to be more classy with it than this. Can we agree with that? Just a little classier. Okay, th- this is a it's a slippery slope, right? Because in the real world, when someone's drinking out of a bottle, it has a label on it. Yeah, in the real world, but we. We have, tw- us in our lifetime, we have 20 plus years of movie watching experience where when someone drinks something, it's labelless. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So when we see a label in a movie now, it's jarring. Yeah. It's like, oh, because we know why it's there. We know why it's doing there.
1: I mean, the best way to do it is to have product placement that you're unaware of. If you're unaware that it's there, it succeeded because subliminally, you're like, oh, Super, Super, Superman drinks Coca Cola or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he drinks Fanta. And you're going to, the next time you you see that in the story, you're going to have an association you're not exactly sure where it's coming from but you'll be more inclined to buy it I like it like Wayne's
0: World where they point it yes. out on oh, yeah. the fourth wall perfect <laughs> while well, all this stuff is happening we're seeing Dr. Doom rise to power he's turning into a metal man just like Destro in G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra Kevin you remember that how could I forget he even had the metal mask on his desk just like Destro yeah
2: it was like a humanitarian award <laughs> or something so
0: dumb anyway Doctor Doom goes to one of those stockbroker guys and blows a hole in his chest. I was surprised by that, right? That's pretty brutal. For and a movie the like guy,
1: this. He's, he kind of coughs a little bit, and blood comes out of his mouth. He's obviously dead. Yeah,
2: I, it's, I was like, oh, this is what we're doing now—stupid revenge thing on your private capital that's deserting you.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't like it. They had a midnight meeting in the uh, the parking lot. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, Wait, anyway, wait—we can just fast forward here to the end, where essentially Doctor Doom helps power the machine that depowers Is the thing, and because the thing is out of commission, there's no one left to stand in his way, so he can finally exact his revenge, I guess, on the Fantastic Four. All right, I'm gonna say this right now. This movie really surprised me. I went to this movie expecting it to be really bad, and I was enjoying it for the most part. I like, I, I think it was a great movie, but it held my attention. It's a fun ride. Yeah, up to this point, it held my attention, and it took me a second to realize why. And it came to me. This movie is so different in structure. to any other comic book movie ever. It isn't really a comic book movie. It's like a sitcom. It's more like a family drama thing. A dramedy? It really is. It's just them. Like the whole movie, like act one, act two, is just them interacting with each other. Mm -hmm. There's no conflict at all. But every comic book movie these days falls into the same pattern of, hey, it's act three. What are we going to do? Movie's almost over. We need a big special effects scene. Mm -hmm. We got to do something big, a big fight, whatever. And we get this big, pointless, crappy, useless, boring fight scene. Iron Man 3, Captain America, every Marvel movie almost does this. It's so bad, it's
1: crap. This movie was pretty good up until now. What did you guys think of this final fight with Doctor Doom? I mean, there was a comment that was made, oh Johnny, don't ever go supernova, you'll light the Earth's atmosphere on fire. And after that comment was made, it was just kind of like stored in the bank. It's like, okay, he can't do that, but I bet at the end of this movie, he'll have to do it. Don't cross the streams, guys. Yeah, well, of course. What happens? Johnny, you know how I said, don't go supernova? You're gonna have to go supernova. I'm like, oh, wow, what a surprise. He makes a soul nato. That's cool looking. I enjoyed the end of this movie. Did you? Yeah. My brain shut off. I was like, I'm gone.
2: Forget it. This movie was so linear. It was just the whole time, it was just leading to this final battle. I think the issue you have a lot of times is the comic book movies today try to be a little too clever and they don't follow that linear path to a final battle they kind of bring you all over the place but this time the whole movie was leading to this final battle with dr doom and it was short and sweet they didn't just invent conflict for them i mean they worked
0: together pretty quickly to neutralize him that's why it was so boring to me it felt like a it felt like a rush job like an afterthought It Was a rush hour
1: i wish it was <laughs> yeah it was definitely a rush hour with Chris Tucker.
0: I hated this final fight scene. I hate it. It's right up there with that crap at the end of Captain America.
2: So the Human Torch, he's flying around Doom. He's heating up. He's heating up. He's heating up. Then the Invisible Woman, she throws her little force field thing on it to contain it into that little space. Let's Johnny go supernova. So I guess because it's in the force field, it doesn't light our atmosphere on fire. Dr. Doom, he's super heated in his metal form. Then the thing kicks a fire extinguisher or he kicks a... Fire hydrant. Fire hydrant over. The water comes out. Reed Richards directs the water onto Doom and cools him very quickly. The metal that was super hot now cools and he's hardened. He can't move anymore. I really like that each person had an equal part to play and it was all like really quick. There wasn't this, it wasn't long and drawn out. They didn't make a big deal of this. It was just, it was four on one. It should have been quick. I I liked it. I'm surprised you you hated it. I I hated it. But
0: there you go. That's pretty much it. Let's see what the real critics thought of Fantastic fantastic or Bland performances throughout, and really, who wants to make Jessica Alba the invisible girl? What a bad idea. I want her to be visible at all times. Richard Roper, Everton Roper. Even if you can get past the acting, and in the case of the beautiful, blank Alba, that's asking a lot. The film just sits there, not exactly torturous, but never very exciting either. Renee Rodriguez, Miami Herald. And finally, the Fantastic Four get treated reverent but not seriously in this modified retelling of the story, but then, it's hard to take anyone seriously who goes to work for Dr. Victor Von Doom and Doom Industries. Terry Lawson, Detroit Free Press. All right, guys, this movie currently holds a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it really that bad.
1: 26% I think is pretty low for this movie. I mean, compared to some of the stuff that we've watched on this show, this movie culled my attention and I'm led through this story pretty easily. It's not that bad. There are moments in the movie that I really don't care too much about, but they're few and far between. And they're pretty fleeting. Sure, Reed Richards' character and Jessica Alba, their acting was pretty bland and flat, but Chris Evans and The Thing, they were really good. They had a great dynamic and they were pretty lively and it kept me interested and kept the movie pace flowing, which was good. I would prefer to see them fight a villain that has a little more depth and I, there are places that I'd like to see more depth to the characters, but for what it's worth, this movie is just kind of like a fun popcorn summer movie and I think that's exactly what you get when you watch it. I think it should probably be closer to like a 50 in in the mid 50s. And I, I think it's probably a solid three out of five.
2: For me, is it that bad? No, absolutely not. I think people just love to gang up and hate on this movie because some of the performances were that were so bad. Alba was, just, I mean, I guess I hope she was very sick during this. <laughs> yeah, because it's her performance is so bland. But, you know, I, I looked when this is done. This is a PG-13 movie. This felt like a PG movie to me. This movie felt like it was for little kids and yeah. not necessarily late teenage which a lot of these comic book movies are made for. And I think to that audience, this is a great movie. This is a great movie for a 10-year-old boy. Yeah. I had fun watching this. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It's not a two and a half hour epic like all the comic book movies are today. And like I said, I appreciate the fact that it had a linear story. It was simple, it was straightforward. We got a big battle at the end. I had fun watching this movie. It's worth
0: seeing, I think, just for Chris Evans. He's great. This is a 3 out of 5. Okay, yes, for me, is it really that bad? No, I do not think it's that bad. I went into this movie expecting it to be the worst piece of crap that I would ever see in my life. And it wasn't that at all. I'm going to give this a three out of five. I genuinely enjoyed my time with this movie. I, I had a good time. Like, I, I just enjoyed the dynamic of watching these characters interacting with each other from beginning to end until the end. And it all fell apart for me, like like almost all these comic book movies do these days. But no, I was stunned how much I enjoyed this. So much so that I would gladly watch the Silver Surfer one, part two. Have you never seen it? No. Like I said, I put my foot down. I don't want to watch any of this crap. But hey, look at that. Prove me wrong yet again. Okay, let's read some listener mail. First up, when will Kevin be back? I'm waiting on pins and needles to hear how the new baby is and how he is dealing with not sleeping. Do you have an ETA on when he will return to Yes That Bad? We miss him. I have no idea. Kevin, when will we find out about your baby?
2: Well, we just recorded a special After Dark episode where I discuss the birth of my child. So stay tuned. Tune in.
0: Find out. Yeah, you'll hear it in 2017 maybe when I release it. (laughs) Okay, next up, Zach writes, and says, me and my friend had a heated debate about if this film was better than The Incredibles. Obviously, I think the comparisons are pretty easily drawn, but we divide it down in two camps. One, Fantastic Four, fairly faithful to the comics and obviously the original one, but an unwatchable movie if you ask me. Two, The Incredibles is a knockoff, but done well. Both give and take points for certain things, but at the end of the day, who do you guys hand it to? And I'll end with this, if a ripoff can execute a concept better than the original, is it still a rip-off?
1: If a rip-off executes it better than the original, it's. I guess it's not a rip-off. It's taken, something, it's taken a source material and built on it. <laughs>
2: I mean, everything's a copy of everything, right? There's no more originality anymore. But if we're going to compare these two movies, you always come down on Brad Bird's side. Really? Always. Hmm. Every time.
0: Uh, I'm going to tell you something shocking. Shocking about me. I've only seen The Incredibles once and it was with a mutual friend of ours, Kevin. It, it was like four in the morning it's a terrible
2: time to watch that movie. And we
0: watched this movie and I didn't enjoy it. Again, I probably sabotaged myself you watching did. it at 4am, but I enjoyed Fantastic Four more than I did in The Incredibles. Yeah, The,
1: the Incredibles is a better movie.
0: Give, give it another shot. Yeah, I gotta watch it, not at 6am. No. Know? All right, DJ Clive writes in and says, Hey guys, a few quick things if I may. I was listening to your Lawnmower Man podcast and you guys remarked on how much you loved the scenes with the monkey in the VR helmet. You laughed as he spelunked through the laboratory doom style, shooting guards dead before ultimately meeting his own demise. But but have you ever seen Lawnmower Man, the director's cut? It's about a half hour longer and most of the time centers on the monkey. In this version, he escapes the lab and meets up with Job who mistakes him for a character named Cyboman from one of his comic books. I know the idea of going back to this movie is not very alluring, but you owe it to yourselves to see this.
1: I actually would like to see that.
0: <laughs> is that real? <laughs>
1: I would like to see we the half have hour of this to monkey, see that. This monkey yeah. escaping.
0: We have to see that. Cyborg Man.
1: That's, that's incredible. That, that really is a miracle. I'm shocked.
0: Johnny writes in and says, Hey guys, as always, love the show. Did you guys know that there's a planned 2015 reboot of Fantastic Four? Yes. That mm-hmm. we may see Marvel's first family containing a Black Sue and Johnny Storm. Chronicle actor Michael B. Jordan is being looked at by the director, who also directed him in Chronicle. When it comes to movies that have solid source material, do you think race changes matter popular examples of this are Angelina Jolie's portrayal of Fox and Wanted Perry White is going to be played by Lawrence Fishburne in Man of Steel in Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief Grover is played by Brandon T. Jackson one last question based off the top of my head knowledge of these movies how old do you think I am that's a good question
1: uh, no race doesn't really play a big part into it how old do I think he is 25 I'm gonna say he's a teen yeah uh, I was gonna
0: say Percy Jackson I was gonna say like
1: 17 or 18 the fact that
0: he name-checked a kid character from Percy Jackson yeah. means that he's a young guy. Mm. Plus, he totally forgot about Michael Clark Duncan in Daredevil. Probably wasn't even born yet. <laughs> So well, how would you guys react if there was like an Asian Batman or something, Asian Superman?
2: I don't think that matters. It doesn't matter. To yeah, me. it doesn't matter.
0: They're more like ideas now than yeah. people. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Kind of yeah. And plus,
2: the, diff- the characters have been drawn differently.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: By different of, of artists. Times. So you know, the race might be consistent, but their look has been different. So what's really the difference?
1: Yeah, there isn't. There
0: Michael writes in and says, "Greetings, yes, that bad founders and vice cardinals. I have listened to your show for a long time and also listened to a to the." radio show and podcast, Armstrong and Getty. Recently, they had a segment where they decided to explain to any new listeners the phrases they say in the clips they play. Their ongoing inside jokes, if you will. This got me thinking. New yes that bad listeners probably think there is no rhyme or reason to your pointless sayings. However, I'm sure that they have become near and dear to all your hearts. I think it would be awesome if you put down your Nintendo and had a brief (laughs) similar segment where you explain and maybe even play the original clips from when these ongoing jokes were in their prenatal fetus stage. (laughs) Just an idea. Think about it, Joel. Think about it. But not too hard. (laughs) What do you guys think of that? Having a primer. I often think about that, that if a new listener jumped in on this, they wouldn't know what the hell's going on in this show. We did not do a good job of making this a uh, newbie friendly show.
2: <laughs> Look, all of our episodes are, are online yeah. for them to listen to. Just go through the entire back catalog and yeah. listen to all
1: 123 episodes <laughs> up till today and you'll understand our jokes. What's well, the stop Yeah, Just start at the beginning. Buy all the premium podcasts. Of course. Do yes. that first. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Before we listen to any episodes. <laughs> Just purchase all.
1: And then go through it They're
0: there I kind of like the idea though Of having that wiki sort of approach To all that crap But I'm not going to do it (laughs) And neither you are going to do it Nope So some brave soul is going to have to do it Because that is so much work
1: Yeah you're out of your mind if you think Yeah we're going
0: to have to crowdsource
1: that Someone else is going to have to do it Go for it And maybe they can help explain Some of the crap we say Because I don't even know What we're saying (laughs) half the time Half the time I'm just making it up I think everybody's just making it up Oh yeah Nothing here is planned Yeah we're planning going to seat our pants here yeah, we're pulling a Chris Evans.
0: Sometimes we're not even wearing pants. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> Okay, thanks for those emails, guys. If you want to contact us, you can reach us at yesthatbad at gmail.com. Okay, now it's time to announce next week's movie, and I'm gonna put a little if statement here, like I was programming. guys ready for this? If Kevin is available to record next weekend, we will be completing the Twilight Saga. (gasps) Episode 125. This is it. Twilight. Breaking Dawn Part 2. Martin, you look so excited. I didn't
1: think we'd ever get here. Our whole lives have been building towards this moment. This is the spearhead of our ever-advancing evolution as podcasters. This is it. As movie reviewers,
0: I think. We finally get to find out what happens to Bella Swan and her new baby, Kevin. You can finally relate to her on a new level.
1: I think I should
2: probably re-watch all of the movies now because I'll, I'll connect with them at a deeper level. That's
0: true. Well, else if Kevin can't arrive, we'll do something else. I don't even know. So if Kevin can't be here next week, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll pick something at random, whatever. It'll be a mystery episode. Woo! <gasps> Spooky! Scary, (laughs) stop! okay tune in next week well maybe we'll be reviewing the Fantastic Four <laughs> yeah again
1: <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not reviewing that Rise again Rise of the Silver Server
0: <laughs> tune in next week when we'll be reviewing Breaking Dawn Part 2 if not that then something else who knows okay thanks for listening to the show if you like what you've heard please consider subscribing we have a new episode every Tuesday please leave us a positive review on iTunes those 5 star reviews really do help out the show please help spread the word of the show to all your friends by liking us on Facebook facebook.com slash you can follow the show on twitter at yeah it's bad you can follow martin yeah it's martin you can follow kevin yeah it's kev and you can listen to the show and all your mobile devices via stitcher you can get that at stitcher.com you don't forget to get our latest premium podcast at yeah it's that bad and you can listen to all our previous episodes at yeah it's that bad.com once again thanks for listening to the show see you next time This is the show that looks at supposedly bad movies and asks the question, is it really that bad? And what that boils down to...
1: (laughs) And what that boils... You
2: just lost all of your energy!
0: (laughs) (laughs) that damn fart cloud you walked into my face. (laughs) You're welcome.